You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, mi gente? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. Today, hell yeah, we got some multi-talented folks on deck. This is a creative duo, let me tell you. First up, me homie over here is the lead singer and songwriter for a Canadian rock band named, well, Bad Son. He is also the winner of the 2019 My Cave Studios Art. Right now, he got that dope series, the co-creator of this dope series for My Cave Studios called Nottingham. Oh, my God, let me introduce the one, the only, the ultimately talented, Mr. Shake Henry Vogue. What's popping? Al, Al, that was by far the best introduction I've ever had in uh, rock and roll or comics. Thanks so much, man. It's the energy, baby. You bring it. You bring it. <laughs> hey, let, let's bring up your other big, bad homie. He is a comic book writer all the way from Oz. He's battling like Bad Max. He's crazy out there doing his thing. He's the co-creator of Nottingham as well. The one, the only, the very talented David Hazan. Wepa, how you Yo, doing? Hello. Are you ready for this match, kiddo? We're going to start talking, baby. We're going to start talking. We're ready. Start talking comic books and music and, and, and the bromance over here. <laughs> that's the big three. That's the big three. Yeah, man. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. So welcome <laughs> to the show, man. All right, I'm digging it. Uh, thank you for coming on. So let's start getting into origin stories real quick because this is a duet over here, the you know dynamic duo of Mad Cave right here. So uh, Shane, talk to me. Talk a bit about your journey. You know where you from originally. Your first initial uh, geekdom moment as, as a young a child, if you will. You know what was it that got you into pop culture and who introduced it? What was what, that? Well, Let me know. I, okay, so Al, I'm from Canada. I'm from uh, like a farm. Very small uh, little place in western Saskatchewan. Uh, anybody looking on a map, look at Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, go two hours west, and you'll be in some area of where uh, the farm is I grew up on. So uh, so grew up out in the prairies, and I got to tell you, I could get I could go very deep into my origin, but we'll start in 1989. That's when I saw uh, it was Batman came out that year. And okay. changed my life, like the the movie, right? Like Michael Keaton, right? Oh nice. yeah, yeah. So that was that was like, I was into comics and shit at that, like you know, as a little kid. But that was the time I was like, holy shit, that movie blew my mind. Same year, uh, Ninja Turtles came out. Oh, yeah. um, that was like the beginning for me of like really being like, I think that's my shit, you know. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you know. Uh, Can I ask so as you think yeah, yeah. that this is your shit? Did you have a tribe of kids that thought this is their shit too? Along with you, or were you the quiet kid that had a kind of like can't geek out in public? I was like, uh, you know, it's such a small little place that I'm from. So my friends weren't super into comics and stuff. So that was kind of my jam. Um, uh, but you know what? I get into the music side of things. And it was uh, moving into the early 90s is when like the whole Seattle scene hit. I moved into my teens and then that really took over for uh, me. And yeah, yeah, man. So I had a lot of friends into music, but I always was like just, you know, my geek side was uh, – kept pretty private so my my parents would my parents would take me up 
to the city uh, every now and then and drop me off at a at a little comic book shop, and I would just geek out in there for a couple hours. So <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's, that's cool, parents. That's support. Man. Oh, that's love yeah. right there. Yeah, dude, that's they fantastic. they they supported me uh, in everything I've ever done in my life. So uh, nothing but gratitude to those two. Uh, let me tell you, my 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 mother paid me in comic books. You know, to babysit my brothers. So I never want that money. I said, nah, nah. Go to the newsstand, just pick up whatever you find. This is what I'm telling you. She used to bring me, you know, Savage Sword of Conan. Not for my age, but hey, fuck it. That, Transformers, G.I. Joes. I had good shit, man, that she was bringing me. The X-Men. I love that, man. man. See, my mom would do the same. She'd go to, like, the drugstore and just pick up whatever comic book, right? Star Wars, Superman. The cover's nice. Whatever. Yeah, it's like. (laughs) And that was little, the excuse. The cover's nice. Okay. And, you know, when you're a little kid, you don't give a shit. You're like, oh, it's Batman. Yeah. Let's go, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you love it? Yeah. Let, let's get into the big man in the building right here. Big Dave. What's <laughs> popping, kiddo? What about you, man? Where you from, OG? I mean, you OG Oz? Yeah, I, I was born uh, in Sydney, and now I live in Melbourne, Australia. Um, what does that my, mean to us Americans when you say from the Melbourne to Sydney? Is that like east to west, you know, north uh, to south? It, it's, it's east to also east, but slightly more south. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so New York to Florida. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's not, not a great analogy. Like, maybe geographically it's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Melbourne is kind of like... Uh, it's kind of like Sydney's like more hipster twin uh, is what I would say. Hipster twin. <laughs> um, but yeah, my my journey into nerddom I think really started when somebody gave when somebody sat me down and made me watch Star Wars, um, and that was kind of the uh, rabbit hole moment for me. Um, Wait, you said made you sit down? Did you not want to watch that- it? I, I I don't I don't know I, I I don't recall being particularly like having a, an opinion either way until someone like put it in it, front of me is what right. <laughs> um and yeah it was it was kind of a rabbit hole moment um but like my in terms of comics related obsessions I didn't really start seriously reading comics until the last four years um okay. wow. so but. I remember being obsessed with Smallville, and that was the gateway drug for me, really. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I never actually watched Smallville. Oh, look, it's it's cheesy as hell. It really goes deep into that kind of, like, CW teen angst, uh, but in the best possible way. Um, And it's... It's fun to rewatch, um, but like obviously there's some like really awkward um, uh, for anybody who's aware of what happened with uh, the cult situation with some of the actors on that show. Um, yeah, it's really interesting going back and rewatching it, and being like, oh, oh, that's you. Like you're really just terrible person. <laughs> I wish I had Jim Ward out in Comic Con one year. I have my cameraman with me. And uh, I took a break from him. I said, all right, go ahead, walk around, take film. So he t- he's taking film, and this actor comes up to his camera, asking what he's doing. He goes, I'm just recording and shit, or nonchalant, whatever. He's like, oh, really? You know, and they're just having this casual conversation, and the actor leaves. 
He shows me back the video. He goes, yo, boy, you know this guy? It's fucking Tom Welling. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Do you not know who this guy is? Tom Welling. He goes, no. <laughs> he just nuts on the camera talking into the camera. And, and, and he had this smile like, wow, this kid doesn't know who I am. <laughs> Tom Welling's uh, underrated, uh, I think. Um, yeah. And like, still yet to get his due. Um, re- after ten years of Smallville, man, ten years on that show must have been rough. Uh, they tried it with the CW when they did that multiverse joint, if you remember. Yeah. They had him for a moment. Not in the yeah. suit though. He never got suited up, right? No, he no problem. He didn't. He didn't I, get the suit ever. I think maybe right at the end. I need to go back there. <laughs> I think maybe right at the end. I'm going to force you to watch it again. That's it. Oh, oh, Ten PCA seasons. Uh, that's a, you know, it's a good several weeks worth of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Check you guys out. So let's get into you, uh, Shane. So what is this guy that's a musician from a band over here entering these art contests? I mean, what the hell is going on? So talk about this. So, you know, here you are, right? You're doing music. Talk about this band. And, and what got you so interested in actually trying out when you saw Matt Cave do, the, do this announcement? Well, you know, I was like, I was into comics as a kid. And then, uh, as I was saying, music kind of took over. So I was always drawing and stuff as a kid. And, you know, I, I did the I did the usual thing when I was like 16, 17. I started like uh, sending work into DC and Marvel because you're like, oh, was, that's the way you do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, you know, of course, got absolutely nowhere. But then, music sort of took over in my twenties, and uh, and the band One Bad Son, which we're still going strong. Brand new songs are coming out soon. But we, Ooh. yeah, so we got into it, and things started to like escalate. So we, you know, we've got a, a big following here in Canada, and uh, actually did a pretty big um, tour of the U.S. before COVID. So I know, band, man, you you were you were. Chilling with some dope bands. Yeah, yeah, we've opened for some big bands, like you know, and it's so it was a good ride for like, uh, and it's still a good ride for like the last eighteen years. But I always knew at some point uh, that I'd get back into comics because I love drawing. Like I've always designed shirts for the band and stuff like that. And so um, I think twenty nineteen, not twenty eighteen ish, probably. I started to say, like, fuck it, I gotta, if I'm gonna do this, I'm in my late 30s at that time, and I'm like, you gotta get going. Like, if you're, if you're gonna dig into it, let's go. So I started kind of drawing more seriously, really digging into it and getting into storytelling and all the, the stuff you need to do. Um, and then the Mad Cave contest came up, and it was two weeks before my wedding, I think. And so I was like, ah, I don't know if I got, I don't know if I'm gonna have time for this. Uh, but my wife, my wife, who's the real rock star of this family, she was like, you got to You got to enter it. Fuck it. Like, do, do the pages. Yeah, she's the best. She's like, do the pages. Get it in. Don't worry about it. Like, and to be honest with you, it was the best thing ever because there's so much going on right before the wedding that I didn't really have time to, like, overthink it. I was like, I got to slam out this, this, uh, you know, these pages. So I just, I rocked these five pages, submitted it put it out of my mind and went about my life. And then, uh, yeah, and that was in early September. And then in October, I found out, oh, shit, I won it, and I'm going to draw a book. <laughs> so, what, man? what was and that then, feeling then, like? Uh, dude, the panic set in hard. 
Because <laughs> I, it was the moment. It was I hadn't realized up until the moment I won the contest that I actually don't know how to draw comics. So I'm like, okay, you, you better get busy. <laughs> oh shit, we're gonna get into that learning curve in a minute. So about you, Dave, man, talk about that creative spark in your in, in your journey, and, and why. Um, um, well, I kind of uh, got very frustrated of uh, of just being a lawyer, um, and I lawyer, I kind of lawyer. found comics by accident uh, through some colleagues, and they uh, um, they kind of encouraged me. And I have an obsessive personality, so once I like something, I want to be able to do it myself. <laughs> so I started writing casually, and I saw this contest, and Banged out a script for it, really didn't think much of it, forgot to submit it until the last day. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. <laughs> and, uh, and then I submitted it and got the email, uh, you know, a couple of months later, and it was, it was pretty wild. And they were like, you know, do whatever you want. Uh, we have faith in you. I was like, you shouldn't, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, and this was your first try at something pro? Yeah. What? Wow. I, I, I mean, in context, I've been writing for a very long time. Just nobody has seen any of that work. Understood. But, um, but I mean, just as an attempt to, like, okay, let me put myself out there, and, and, you, and you hit it out the park. Wow, dude. Woo. That goes to the talent. That's awesome. Uh, Obviously, most, to hit most of it was shamed. <laughs> oh, get out of here. We we uh, uh I, it's a team oh, effort, I, buddy. It is a team <laughs> effort, but you know. Oh yeah, so talk about that. All right, so you hear you guys, you guys are both the winners. So how how did this bromance happen then? <laughs> What's the story of the bromance here? Well, uh man came through us together, um and so it was very much a sink or oh, kind of bromance. Oh really? <laughs> oh man, it was like American Idol was something to put people together where you guys are gonna be a group. And he but but Matt Kay was right. <laughs> Just they were right but yeah we just we clicked uh, I think some of the ideas that I had uh, really uh, scratched some itches that Shane had uh, with both um, history buffs in in our own ways and so um, and I was like oh, okay I want to do this uh, through a historical lens uh, do it, do the Robin Hood legend, but do it through a historical lens. And uh, uh, Shane was like, "All right," because every time you say, "Oh, let's do Robin Hood in comics," people are like instantly apprehensive. Um, yeah, which I was, because they said to me, they said, "Hey, how do you feel about drawing medieval stuff?" And I said, "Well, I don't know how to draw anything, so sure." And then uh, when they said Robin Hood, that that was exactly my reaction. I'm like, "Ah, oh, you know, I don't know." Like, I love Robin Hood, is you know, the legend and stuff, but I'm like, how exciting, like, it's been done a million times, how exciting is that going to be? And then I read yeah. David's script, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, this is like, uh, ooh. completely, like, completely different. Like, the first page is uh, Grizzly Murder, and I'm like, okay, I get into this. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's a musician, so going to get into this stuff. <laughs> he's going to start seeing like that, he's like, yeah, I'm into this world, baby. <laughs> you have already the soundtrack in your head, I'm pretty sure, as you draw. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. But it was David's vision, obviously, that like – and, yeah, it was absolute luck of the draw that we got put together. But his wow. vision of the story, I was like, that's right up my alley. So um, sometimes the universe just puts people together, I think, you know, and then you just have to try to Vince knock Durant it out. Go, 
Simpson Michael calls that psychomagnetism. I spoke to him. Yo, please speak to this man and ask him what that is. He says, whoever doesn't understand you, Al, just tell him to come to me and just ask me. I'll give him a Outside, <laughs> yo, for real, it's just the concept, everything. It is about like-mindedness and energies and connecting. And obviously yep. you guys have it because this book is a hit. So for people right. that are un- unawares, we got to talk about that. Like, I believe it 100%, man. Yeah, absolutely. What is Nottingham? David, that's uh, yours, buddy. Yeah, that's that's mine. Uh, Nottingham is the story of uh, the sheriff of Nottingham in a sort of upside-down Robin Hood universe um, where he's the protagonist uh, and he's a detective hunting down a serial killer who's been murdering the area's tax collectors. Um, and as the story evolves, he kind of puts himself in between all the different power brokers um, in our medieval version of... Uh, uh, of Nottingham, um, and uh, uh, things spiral wildly out of his control. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, it, it's tax collectors. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to investigate it. That's his job, man. He's got a job. He's got to do it. Like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, fucking case soft. He, he, he tripped. <laughs> oh, man. So, Shane, did you take it? Where did you get inspiration based on what he was telling you? You know, when you well, were, you know, helping, you know, drawing this stuff. You know, it was like it was really like the, like David said, we're both history buffs, and so I'm pretty well versed in medieval history and and that period too. But I mostly what what got the art juices flowing were like the the noir parts of it, like the the detective parts. Because, you know, when you when you watch, like, a medieval movie, no matter how good they are, they're just – they're very medieval. You know, it's very, like – kind of like uh, – what's the word? It's, like, like super cliche kind of. like. Yeah. And this, to me, I was like, well, this is cool because it takes place in medieval times. But, like, it could be a modern story. It could have took place in the 30s. Like, it's a, it's a detective story. And so I really just leaned into my weird, super dark style and <laughs> kind of let that take over. But – Kind of, he kind of leaned into the, uh, especially the characterization of like, especially the sheriff, like uh, making him look like what his burdens were. Right, he's he's big and he's lumbering, but he's kind of like stooped over and beat down by life, and you know, not a typical sort of medieval bad guy or good guy. You know, and I wanted that character visually to look like, you know. If he was in a Batman story, if that was James Gordon, that could be a version of him, like somebody that could exist in any kind of time frame. He just he's really beat down by his past. And I took that approach with the other characters as well as trying to, like, visually make them embody the characteristics that David had on the page. So that really got me going because I was like, okay, of course, they're going to be wearing medieval clothes and stuff. But can you approach them in a way that's not just like, oh, this is exactly just every medieval thing I've ever seen before, you know? So yeah. that was cool because I got to be – and at the time, no one knew about the book, and it was nothing. So <laughs> really, they were like, do whatever you want. So there was no direction in that <laughs> sense, so it was perfect. Really um, nice. I, I was pre- particularly intent on, like, not making the characters, uh, you know, everybody speak like they were Grand Moff Tarkin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> every, every Almost every medieval thing, everybody speaks in this kind of, like, stilted – uh, uh, almost Shakespeare-inspired kind of 
yeah. uh, sentence structure, and I was like, no, these are, these these people are gonna sound like real people today for the most part, um, except for everybody, except for Ev, the sheriff is is kind of way more dramatic than than the sheriff, and and everybody kind of, uh, and he kind of reflects that dramatism, but. He kind of, he's the straight man. If this were a comedy, he'd be the straight man in the comedy, you know? Um, <laughs> okay. Got wonderful. And where does this idea really come from with this angle of the noir for this um, universe? <laughs> my own cynicism, I guess. Um, so Matt Cave asked me for a noir, um, and they asked for something offbeat. And I was like, what if I did something medieval? Um, and then it kind of, I tried to find a, a, a context in the medieval setting that would give me a, like a comparison to post-World War II anxiety, which is how the noir genre was born. Um, and so I came across the Crusades and then Robin Hood was the next logical step. And I was like, well, in this world, like Robin is uh, a nobleman, right? So there's no reason for him to like to be an altruistic perso- persona. He has to have his own motivation for it, and that kind of uh, led me to what eventually became the world of Nottingham. Yeah. So how, what was you guys learning curve like in creating a comic? So well, I'm just naturally very good time. at it. <laughs> <laughs> weird, I caught yeah. on to it immediately. Yeah, uh, and like everybody, everybody looks required. at their old work and and thinks, oh, like these are all the things that I could have made it done better. But um, I just think it was the right idea at the right time with the right people. You know, um, our fantastic editors, um, Chris Fernandez and Brian Hawkins. And, like, just working with Shane and kind of, like, Shane figuring out what he likes to do, what he can do, what he can't do, and getting that feedback and trying to, like, trying to work together uh, uh, is kind of how we both learned how to do this, I think, <laughs> if I could speak to you, Shane. <laughs> oh, absolutely, buddy. And that is the thing. I mean, there is, uh, you know, as an artist, you find out, well, there's nothing I can't do, but there's a lot of stuff I don't like to do. and and like that's the that's the thing right you don't want to be the guy who is asking your artist to do something they don't enjoy because if they're doing something they don't enjoy no matter how good they are it's going to reflect somewhere on the page and you know like if like if i'm writing you know you know, for That'll be the one like, panel everybody talks about. <laughs> you know, I could write a page in, like, let's say, you know, 45 minutes, and Shane spends a whole day drawing it. Like, that's just not fair. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> no, you are enjoying yeah. what he's drawing. You see, uh, let's talk about that just for one sec. I mean, folks, holy shit. <laughs> the, folks, what you are seeing on screen is how many uh, comic books, bro, really, of art, you said? Yeah, five. that's five, five issues. That's five issues. Do you see yeah. that huge ass stack? And that's all OG art right there, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Damn. Yeah, that's all I pen look- and ink. Yeah. Well, is that is that top one gone? Uh those covers are not for sale, but the rest of the stuff. Okay, is he goes, <laughs> <laughs> the, rest, the rest of it's for sale. <laughs> 
Uh, Those covers uh, will stay in my house for a little while, but the rest uh, is for sale on my website now. Just because. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we know. were talking about that in the, in the. Hey, he goes, everything's for sale, and uh, <laughs> 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 no, 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 not that one. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, and you know what? I'll say this: like to David's point, like it's funny as an artist, you know, there's a balance where it's cool to draw the stuff you want to draw, but on the other hand. If you're not being forced to draw stuff that you wouldn't really want to draw, you don't get better, right? So especially when Dave and I first got together on this, he just threw the story out, and I figured it out. And so um, I like a level of that going forward as well because you kind of don't – you learn that, like, you can't have crowd scenes in every page of every book, and there's a balance there. Well, <laughs> for volume three, you get you get two people a page. That's it. Um, but I'll say this. It's like if you kind of like if you're catering, I think, too hard to your artist because he or she doesn't like to draw horses or doesn't. Well, then you're as the artist, you're now handcuffing your writer. Right. So it's like yeah. it's a balance of respect. But also, like for me, I need to keep growing and and to feel like I'm in over my head because that's where that's where growth happens you know what i mean Absolutely. that's where, that's where the learning part is so when you, you get scared when you're most nervous it's yeah it's the right thing to do <laughs> that's where you grow and th- those are the places you grow so i think you know that's where our partnership has been good too because i mean david's he's writing the story and you can't you can't not put stuff in there because your artist doesn't like to draw it you got to be conscious of not putting too much of that shit in there and making somebody mad and i think the other way around. I think if an artist is does is, not put a horse in every panel now. <laughs> but I think if your if your artist is bitching every time the writer puts something in there, well, what kind of what kind of partner are you on on the artist side, right? So, it's so like, how does that communication work? Because I, I I don't think you guys have ever met in person, right? Uh what? Yeah, we met. We at, have uh, now. Yeah, we have now at New York Comic. Oh Comic really? Comic. Oh, you guys are New York NYC series. We were. Set. Yeah. yeah, man, I missed yeah. you guys. I was there, I was all over the floor on the press rooms, going back and forth. Oh man, how did you guys enjoy the con, and, and how did you feel finally meeting after having yep. this, this comic out there like that? <laughs> it was great. I I had a it fantastic awesome. time. Um, it was really lovely getting to hang out um, and just like hang out <laughs> and like it not be like it's a it's a convention, but like. Hang out and not have to like talk about <laughs> comics in a weird yeah. way. It was really great. Um, and yeah, the signing we did we did was really fun um, and had a good time chatting to folks that like liked our stuff. So yeah, I had a great time. It was yeah. a lot. Uh, don't get me wrong, it was overwhelming. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was your first. It was my first my first U.S. convention. Yeah. Yeah, okay, mine too. Wow. Really. We're really? hey, we're green. We're we're brand new to the whole thing, man. We just oh we, wow! Look at these guys. What? <laughs> Holy shit! Got this dope comic doing the rock stars, yo, for real. This is great. I mean, so it's, of course people are gonna go line up for this book. I have people I know from other shows that love Nottingham, like fell in That's love awesome. with every. I, I I gotta make sure that I dial you in with them because they're gonna express extreme love awesome. for the book. I mean, of course, you were my cave. They know what up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And, you know, there's a, I think there's a bit of a gift in being so new for both of us, even still. Like, we're now getting more work under our belt. But, like, I don't think David or I – I'll 
you can cut me off, David, if I'm speaking for you too much. But I feel like we didn't really have anything on it coming into it. Like I had no preconceived notions or like I haven't really read a ton of comic books like in a in like a fan way, like where I just have snacks that I read. So it was like coming in fresh, not feeling like, oh, this is how comics look today. And I got to like get to it was just like you got to it all kind of happened quick get your shit together, figure out how to draw the stuff and kind of tuning out the noise. Cause there's so, so much out there and there's purists that, you know, uh, well, books got to look this way or that way. I've had people message and be like, well, your lines aren't clean. And like, I, it's not how it's, sh- how it should be. And I'm like, well, there's, there is no, how it should be. It's fucking art. Yeah. Exactly. You know? so it's it's art. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's wild. Wow. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So it's, assholes. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. But assholes. it's, but it's been like, and that's, that's honestly been a very yeah, rare yeah. few because people have really embraced the book and, and I've had a lot of people embrace my art, which is great. But to my point, cool <laughs> to come in. It's cool to come in and not have the weight of like what you're supposed to be doing or achieve. You yeah. just, we just came in and fired away and like people responded to it. So uh, super I mean, cool. To well, do they it that say way. that's it to boosting covets, you know? <laughs> well, I'm sure, hey, I'm sh- I think yeah. in 84, I think they did. They did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Bullshit. Same with Mignola. Like Mignola did some fill in issues on like uh, yeah. X Force and shit like that. And I, I yeah. don't think people. You put Mignola oh. next to like Rob Liefeld, and I think the Liefeld fans probably fucking hated that shit. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, there's a great documentary that's out right now about no. Mignola. Great. Great documentary. Not enough pouches, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he at least joked on himself and made Pouch Man. Have you seen that character? Yeah, yeah. Hey, and I'll tell you what, I love Liefeld <laughs> because when he came, you know, anything different, there will always be haters. But if yeah. you're not different, you get lost in the shuffle pretty quick, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You guys are rockstars. What's in the future, you know, for Nottingham here? I mean, what's going on? Um, okay, so uh, starting in February, we have uh, Tales from Nottingham, uh, which Ooh. is an anthology series um, where we've uh, – the first story is from myself and Shane, um, and we've taken bits and pieces of characters, backstories, different mysteries, uh, like one-off mysteries um, that I had ideas for, and apart from the one that we're doing, we found them out to – uh, the winners of Mad Cave's 2021 uh, talent search. Um, and then the final story will be the bridge between volume two and the upcoming volume three, um, which I am working on now. <laughs> and hopefully Shane will get to work on real soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and that is written by the incredibly talented Max Visaggio um, of Eternity Girl. And, um, oh, wow. So. Super cool. Yeah, and Vaping Queen and all of that. So um, we've got a bunch of different stories. Everybody's, you know, favorite characters are going to get a little moment, uh, maybe a bigger moment than they've anticipated. So it's going to be it's going to be a good time. Um, are, you, are you excited for all this work coming at you, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, you know, it, I uh, I love it. And, I mean, I love, this, like, this world is great. And I'm going to be, I'll be bummed out when uh, I don't get to draw Nottingham oh. anymore when it because uh, at the end of this arc that might be the end of it so no um, well volume three um yeah it might be who knows it might, might just uh, be the unless end. You, unless you know unless everybody uh buys the absolute living daylights out of it um 
Oh, so it's got to make well, happen. Yeah. So that yeah, made volume right. one and two available now. You can get that at the Mad Cave Studios website yep. right now, your local comic book shop. I mean, who doesn't list? If, if your comic book shop does not have Mad Cave Studios books, then you're going to the wrong shop. Yeah, that much. absolutely. Well, ask yeah. them to stock it. Ask them to order it first before you decide <laughs> you go to the wrong shop. <laughs> yeah, be like, you, um, you got to get this. And some shops don't listen because some shops don't want to be, ah, oh, there's only one copy. That diamond won't send it. They go, oh, whomever they work with. Ah, right, just make it happen. Even go to another comic shop and pick it up for you. <laughs> if you have some shit. See, yeah. Al's a New Yorker. I love that New York attitude. Like, we're, I'm probably too nice being a Canadian. I'd be like, hey, Maybe if you could bring it in, I was just like, fuck you. I'll just go down the street. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have options, luckily. Like, I just came back to the hood in New York recently. I'm happy to see there's actually two local comic shops. Oh, that's you know, great. Nice. Yeah, it's so great I was like, yeah, so it's nice to see that, you know, good prices, nice little area, you know. Awesome. So I see the other one I haven't gone to, Parents Bigger, Back Issues. And that's my crack, so I don't want to, uh, you know, it's dangerous when you go to a back issue comic shop. <laughs> if I find a dollar box, it's like, oh, my God. Let uh, me get two boxes. <laughs> that's the good stuff. So, I mean, what, how how do you feel now, though? Because I know, you know, you, you guys weren't the biggest fans. Do you guys now have turned into fans? Do you guys collect anything now? Because, you know, just being involved in the industry, too, does that change your your, your, your fandom in any way? I mean, my fandom is more about story than collecting. Um, okay. And God bless all of the collectors out there. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, without you guys, a lot of, you know, this would be a lot harder. Um, so, you know, I appreciate that area of the, of the fandom. I don't quite understand it. <laughs> um, but I'm very appreciative of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I think I start making you sign stuff, and you know, what CGC is worth more. You gotta have pictures. We, we did our, We had our first what? CGC witness. Uh, oh, really? You did so that? that? Was nice. oh, how was yeah. that? Oh, how was that? When you got it? Hey, let's see. Look at this guy. We're gonna be serious players, son. We see. We CGC now. So funny. <laughs> I don't slap my books. I can't do that. It feels like a prison for the books. I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. you know what? I kind of agree with that, too. Um, uh, I'm just like, this yeah. thing is meant to be read. All of my work is on the inside, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Shane gets all the fucking... You just want to look at that pretty cover every day? Fuck it. Do it. That's up to you. At least it has your name on the cover, David, all right? At least it has that. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, they can't deny, all right? <laughs> That's just what I'm saying, but awesome, awesome. I can't wait. So there's three more things here. So if you guys could manifest this to be anything outside of a comic, I know that's not the plan for a lot of kids, but if, if by chance anything could happen in life, would you like this to be an animated series, a TV show, a movie? I, I think what? it's kind of ultimately perfect for TV. I think um, so too. Like I would, I, I'd see, I I could see it expanding uh, into like uh, police procedural with like the story of that we've done being the like overarching plot of an entire season, you know. Um, 
Yeah, I think TV is a, is kind of the perfect place for this one. He's thought yeah. about this already. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think about a lot of things. <laughs> none, of, none of which ever come to pass, but I still think about them. No, but you got to make them happen, right? You got to manifest. Look, you guys made this happen, right? Uh, you know, you guys tried, you know, you had good people on your side supporting you. So just keep listening to those good voices. Well, I, part, you know, you guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it seems to be working to this point, right? So, uh, and I, I'm, with Dave, I'm with David. I think, like, TV's, it would probably be the most logical place. Though, you could make, like, each arc could be a hell of a movie. Like, if they did a movie right, it would be pretty, you know, yeah. you could do a pretty epic movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, the TV row seems right because you can really just, like, let a story breathe and expand and do its thing on TV, you know, like a limited series would be sweet, but also, hey, animation would be pretty cool, too. Oh, hell yeah, because, you know, yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, let's make it happen, let's make it happen, make everything happen, can we get swag? <laughs> is there Nottingham swag to that we could get or what? You know, there, um, David, is there still, they had t-shirts? I don't know, I had, t -sh I had a t-shirt, I don't know, I'm going to get some stuff made up. You got to get, get it what, done, what, man. What do you think about, like, a, uh, um, Set of like T-shirts or pins or something that says "Leave no lords, leave no heirs" on it. Because I'd be about that. See that? Oh hell yeah, that. yo! Hell fuck yeah, bro! What? That'll be popular. And then you got Then you you say, yo, if you wear this T-shirt right now, I'll give you a free issue. Yeah. <laughs> Man can't <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, wait. Yeah. Isn't there a free comic book day one? I'm pretty sure. You then, yeah, there is. Um, that's so what I'm saying. Get a yeah. stack of those and be like, yeah, if you, if you, you know, put that on right now, I'll give you this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hide by the, the way, part, yeah. <laughs> by the way, if you, um, if you want to uh, check out Nottingham, this is for your audience. If you want to check out Nottingham and you're on the fence, um, Man Cave uh, does uh, a bunch of free first issues uh, on their website, uh, mancavestudios.com. Um, and you can grab the first issue digitally for free and also the free comic book day issue for free um, as well on that page. So, uh, And I've linked to that on my website too. So uh, come check out uh, a couple of issues, see if you like it, um, and then pick up those trades because uh, that's how we get to make more. That's right. Oh, yeah. And we, yeah. Want, and we want to make more. Yeah, we want to see more. Jesus Christ, you got to make it happen, guys. You know, even more outside of this, because you guys make an amazing team. So let's talk about appearances. Are you guys going to be making any appearances for the rest of the year at any place, any cons, any anything? Um, I don't know if this has been announced yet, but I will be at uh, Melbourne Oz Comic Con uh, on December 10th and 11th uh, as oh, a guest. Oh, awesome. So. Ooh, awesome, awesome, awesome. You know your booth number or anything? Uh, not yet. Okay, so, God, yeah. send that over when we have some sort of love. But you, mm -hmm. Shane? Uh, I've got I've got nothing for the rest of this year, but uh, I got my name in for a few next year. Uh, but things are getting a bit dicey for me now because uh, like the first two, the first two arcs really happened during COVID, so music was shut down and I had nothing but time to draw. But now the band is back. We had our first shows in two years, like this summer, and so uh, we got oh, wow. new music coming out. So that means shows and stuff. So I'm gonna try to hit some cons, uh, but if we're on tour, if we're, yeah, if we're playing, if we're playing shows, 
you know, that, that'll that probably take precedence. Well, but well, then, uh, hey. Hopefully, hey, try to tie in a couple of shows to Khan's appearances. And yeah. And not still two birds, you know, once have after parties with the band. You knock out shows that way. Think about it. Well, I've been Sneaky I've been thinking way. about like yeah, absolutely. Just uh, get the band to whatever city the cons yeah. in. I think that's, that's yeah. a great that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> if the band's not listening, shush. <laughs> Sorry guys, we gotta get Shane because comic geeks need him too. Yeah. Right? All right. <laughs> I, I just want to see more of those tie-in comics for like for your like upcoming music, man. Yeah, well, I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, dude. And what up? Are any of you guys going to do San Diego next year? Everything's happening. Dude, registration is open as a fan, but you guys definitely need to talk and and get your plans out there. We're going to have to talk to Mad Cave about that, David. Oh, I'm just going to put in my professional application and we'll talk to Mad Cave about it later. I'm pretty keen. I'd be much happier to go if you were going, but you know. Well, there honestly, go, yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to hit it up, absolutely. So uh, it's not a hundred percent Comic Con concert. A San Diego yeah. Comic Con concert. Think about that. Ooh, See, ooh. David, you're gonna have to learn an instrument so that you can get up on stage with us. Yeah, you can <laughs> learn the flute or some shit, you know? Flute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like bringing out this uh, twelve years of violin, but I don't think it would quite fit. With oh, there we go. go. We can make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if, I, if you guys need me out there, I could do cowbell if you want. That's perfect. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> so, guys, definitely, before we go, I just want to say thank you to both of you for being amazing creators. You, Shane, you're a musician, and then look at you flipping, doing the art show, and you're geeking with us. Thank you for being brave and bold, just like you, David, man. You know, you're doing your things, guys. You're, you're putting it out there. You, you're taking chances, and on a whim, how, you know, Jason is so awesome. So thank you for keeping us entertained as fans. And you know, bless, bless on this journey, guys, because I see nothing but success for you guys. I mean, you're right. You guys murdered it on the first. I can't wait to see what else is coming. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's going to be insane, yo. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I feel it. I feel the energy, baby. Oh, hey, so, and Al, Al, thank you, man, because uh, people like you doing these shows, it takes a ton of work, dude, and we really appreciate it because, uh, you know, there's a there's a ton of people out there that only want to talk about the big two or whatever, so, like, anybody covering yeah. any indie comics and shit, hey, I just, like, I know David and I both, 100%, <laughs> we appreciate you, man. It's you, uh, it's huge you. what you do. Yeah, much appreciated. It's, it's what Comic Crusaders is here for. It, it was definitely created with the idea of, you know, helping Indy and getting them out there and you know, showcasing you guys, you know. And this is what it is because you guys are the future of the industry. One day, you know, you guys are Indy. You guys are like, nah, well, these are like big guys. You mean Indy. Get <laughs> 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 um, this motherfuckers right now, huh? You this is what's coming up for you, so I can't wait to, to see that. So lastly, advice. And, and some advice. So you, Shane, as an artist, some advice would you give a kid coming up now? You know what? I would say, I mean, this is like such standard advice, but it's like it's so true. Like you got to draw. If you're an artist, you got to draw. Music's the same way. Like you got to play. Um, you got to just get your stuff out there and and do everything you can to get on a pro level. Like when I started – like everybody else, I wanted to do the big splashes and all the crazy shit, but it's like you got to learn story. You got to learn, you know, there's a lot to it, and you got to, like, 
really bear down and like and get to it. But the biggest thing you got to do is just like put yourself out there. If there's if there is a contest to enter, enter it. If uh, if you want to do indie comics and start with a friend just to get shit going, get it out there. And then my last bit of advice, because I would talk about this all day, is like take the criticism, man. Not everybody's gonna love it, and but it's entertainment. I was lucky coming into comics because being in music for 20 years, people take their shots, right? But uh, anybody sitting on the sideline, they'll take shots at you. But you're the one in the arena. So get in there, take the heat, get better, never stop. There we go. What about you, Dave, from that writer? Uh, um, yeah, and I again, it's like uh, it's the it's the kind of advice that um, writers will give you all the time. But start small, uh, and this is very much a do as I say and not as I do situation because kind of like because <laughs> you know well. I'm working on the outlines for issues 11 to 15 for Nottingham. But the reality is that, like, if you can't draw, start small um, and uh, do four one-page comics, four-page comics, eight-page comics. Work your way up. Talk to editors. Um, see what they're looking for um, and go from there, you know? Because, like, if you're trying to, like, make your, you know, 100-issue magnum opus happen, I'm sorry to tell you, it's just not going to happen. Not in today's not in today's economy. <laughs> yeah, man, ain't that the truth? There we go. Yeah, folks, don't stop. Get it done. Just do it. All right, do your thing. You seen them? Yeah. Look at these guys. They popped off with an amazing story with Matt Cave Studios in a big salute. So this is what we need you to do today, folks. We need you to get your copies of Nottingham at bankcraftstudios.com or your LCS. All right. And you better get that pull list for the next arc that's coming. All right, get that going. Tell them you want it now. And you want every variant issue cover that's there. <laughs> you know, uh, you got you got to make David very happy here because he loves those guys that buys the variants and all that good stuff. <laughs> all right. They're so pretty, too. The variants are so pretty. They are. They are. They are. They're, yeah. they're amazing looking. So that's what you got to do. So visit the website at com, LCS. You can even... Yeah, David, so he pimping them on the site too. So you go to David's website, davidhazan.com. No, I think Shane doing the same thing at shanekindrevoke.com. He pimping everything there, the music, books, swag. You know, you know, Donald, listen to the music. Uh, right before the show, before he popped on, I have, I was just, you know, bopping my head, you know, feeling that energy. Good music, so for real. Salute. Thanks, Al. Appreciate are you coming to New York? In that tour that you guys thinking of or what? Uh, we played New York uh, on our, our big U.S. tour. We actually we did a show down there, but uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Now that things are kind of picked back up again. Oh, yeah. We'll be it's in New a, York, buddy. Don't a, worry. Hey, I want to be there, definitely. We'll let you know. If, if you guys are not about Mars Pits and you see a Puerto Rican Mars Pitting, it's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to check out David's website. They send com. You know, uh, Shane at ShaneConnerVolk.com. You can follow Shane on Twitter at ShaneCVolk. All right, follow David right there uh, on Instagram and Twitter at David on Everything is below, folks. I got to add David's stuff. He was surprised. I thought my podcast was getting hijacked when he came on. I said, oh, my God, <laughs> what's going on here? He scared me. Surprised to awesome, be the Australian. Um, now, hey, <laughs> we have a boy. <laughs> See, we have a boy. <laughs> came out beaded and everything, ready to take on the world. <laughs> Love it. Love it.
hey, see, Big Brown guy may have missed. He's like, is there any comic events? He goes, the Shainer has coming up. Oh, that's the that's the yeah. You know what, Dean? I have uh, nothing this year, like I, I uh, kind of mentioned before. But there, there's gonna be stuff. Uh, I just have to see if it works around music. So yeah, absolutely. I, I will have comic stuff coming up. And I've threatened this before. If I can't make it to any conventions, I'm just gonna like sell books out of my trailer. So. <laughs> hey, why not? It's part of the merch. You have your own mini con. That's right. Mini <laughs> con. I'm about it. Yeah, hey, yeah, David will be there. All right, we got two. <laughs> there we go. Let's do it. If you come to New York, I'm there. Don't you? I'll pop up from under the table telling people, buy this right now, son. This is the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. I got you. I'll be your salesman. I got you. I got you. I got the New York hustle. Don't you worry. All right, folks, you know what it is, yo. Um, as usual, the audience tells you what to do. Shane, you've been awesome. David, you've been awesome. Thank you guys so much. Dig the energy. And what was that? Will the Monday Night Drawer be back? Oh, so so I have uh, hey, I haven't this? done it. What's this? Well, I haven't done it in a while, but I uh, I have a like a live drawing Monday called Midnight Drawer. Um, so where yeah. wait a minute where where do you do this? How dare you let me almost end the show? Uh, <laughs> you telling me yeah. that you do something that cool? So talk about that. What what what's the channel? Where we gotta go. So if you if you go to YouTube, you can just find my like Shane Con Revolk, just search it on YouTube or search Midnight Drawer. I got uh like thirty nine episodes up there. And I, I haven't been able to do it just because of music and stuff, but uh but I promise to do some episodes before Christmas. So there you go. Just check um, out Mid- Midnight Drawer. I'll be there. Thank you, also, Big Brown also, guys. Great salute to you. Spruce <laughs> you a Patreon while you're at it, because that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, well I got my pay I'm hey, not ETA. Yeah, I need David to to David's he's David is pushing my Patreon because he gets a cut everybody that signs up. Hey, he uh, gets some of that uh, cheese. I, no, man, but I what's on the Patreon? On yeah, so patreon.com slash Shane Connor Revolk. I have uh like lots of behind the scenes art stuff. Some videos and that. I also I did a comic on there, like I wrote and drew just for my oh, patrons. Right. Yeah, yeah, just oh, uh, lots of cool stuff like that. Tons of behind the scenes Nottingham stuff. And David Hazan is there, so you can also ask David questions because you know he pops in. Hey, there you, you go. Pop in. Uh, <laughs> <every now again. laughs> yeah, but uh, thank you, Big Brown guy. I appreciate you for bringing that up. If not, uh, we would have left here never knowing. My audience, how awesome Shane is and the dope Thanks, stuff Press. that you guys do inside. So thank <laughs> you, thank you. That's dope. So all right, guys. Now you know what it is. I right? I'll tell you what to do. Follow these guys. Everything's at the bottom. Much love, Shane and David. Hasta la próxima. You know what it is, mi gente. All right? Follow Cheers, everybody y'all. in my family. Cheers. Big cuepa. Later. Thank you for listening to the Comment Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.